All right, today I am super excited to be introducing to you a very powerful woman who I follow for years. As the saying goes, behind every successful man is a woman who believes in him and encourages him. More often than not, she plays a more integral role than what is realized. Her respected public figure, educator, and wellness leader, Dr. Dan Pompa, that person is his wife, Marilyn Lee. She not only keeps things running smoothly behind the scenes of her husband's thriving business and their home, but she also shows up to encourage the fasters with words of wisdom on the prolific Fasting for a Purpose Facebook group, which she founded less than one year ago and has over 15,000 members and counting. Marilee serves as an inspiration for her husband and his business. She's influential in her own right with her experiences to share, including a history of overcoming toxicity and her own hormonal challenges. After years of investment in her own healing, both physically as well as emotionally, she's found purpose in sharing that there is indeed a positive side of the journey. She has many things she repeats often to those needing encouragement, and one of her sayings is our pain is never just for us. She believes with all her heart that it, that it is to be used as a vehicle of hope in a hurting world. Marilee's strength is rooted in her own faith, determination, and years of following her husband's lead with cellular healing, intermittent fasting, diet variation, and more recently, water fasting. She and her husband are self-experimenters and true warriors from a pain-to-purpose mindset. Together, they lead others to what they've learned and experienced as they travel, speak, and create valuable content together. The Pampas live in Park City, Utah, with their five children and two adorable golden doodles and two maiden cats. Their family, who avidly bikes, skis, and soaks up the beauty, mountain backdrop of every chance they get. Today is Marilee's birthday, and she has graced mm -hmm. us. Um, with the opportunity to speak with her, please welcome Mary Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Thank you. I just, I have, I watched you for years and watched from afar, and I wanted to share just who Marilee is. We, we watch your husband all the time, but a lot of times we don't know that, you know, the wife is like running everything behind the scenes, yeah. kind of the CEO of everything. And so, I, you're welcome to start wherever you want to with who you are and just share your story. Yeah, that's great. Well, I, I definitely must admit I feel most comfortable supporting my husband. I feel like that's my place. Um, I'm really comfortable there. Um, and I am. I actually identified myself on Facebook as virtual CEO to Dr. Daniel Pompa because totally that's that's what I do for our consulting business. I'm I'm right there with him. We work from home. In fact, he's in the office beside me and there's a door closed. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's honestly where I feel most comfortable. I'm, I know I'm his biggest fan. I've gone, we've gone through a lot. I adored him when I married him. He was someone that um, just was very true to his character. Integrity was always his number one. And so that was not that I, you know, I, 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 I don't ever mean to say this in a way that makes it sound like the other people I hung out with before him weren't, <laughs> but he was at a different level, um, you know, of just, um, just really desiring to make a difference in everything he did. 
and it always started with what was best for him to become his best self. So I, I was very attracted to that. And, and that was different, you know, truly. Cause I mean, I think, you know, most people do know me and I'm, I'm a party girl at heart. I mean, I just love to have fun. It's totally my MO. I, I'm, I refuse to accept anything less. And so that drives me obviously to really care for myself as well. And so being, aligned with Danny was it was just that perfect adjunct to following someone that really had a, a deeper wisdom and it was just always very logical and founded on basic principles simple things and so everything that he does now has just continued to build from that foundation you know he was like the consummate bodybuilder like not not bodybuilder but you know in the gym egg whites you know things things that tuna fish and then that's when we met was kind of like at that place but everything evolved from there and obviously um it's it just continues to evolve you know so that's how long have you been with Danny yeah how long have you been married to Danny Oh my gosh, how long have we been married? We have been married, it will be, we got married in 96, we dated for almost six years. So we have been together 20, what is this going to be, 22? Wow. Yeah, yeah, a long time, you wow. know, yep, a very long time. And I'm so blessed that God chose me for him. Yeah, you know, certainly did, and you guys are like together and God put you together. No doubt. Um, Tell me about, you know, when you first started in Danny's sickness and you had two young children and then just shortly after that, you had twins added to your plate. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> there's like so many rabbit trails I could go down. Right. There. Um, so there's humor all, always in all of it. Right. Because I'm, I always said I wanted five kids. I definitely knew that when I started at 30, I would not have five kids. So again, God gives us the desires of our hearts. Um, but yeah, when, so when Danny got sick again, without compromising his philosophy as a chiropractor, you know, we had a three, we had a newborn. Isaac was, I think about 10 months old when Danny was, you know, officially like we knew things were not right. Um, and Daniel was, Oh, he was, he was not even three yet. He was about two and a half. And so my husband became just overnight, overnight, everything changed. And so, but without compromising his philosophy as a chiropractor, he wasn't looking for answers, you know, to be found from outside in. He was looking from the inside out, but that journey took literally three and a half years to figure out what was wrong. So the insomnia, the anxiety, the suicidal tendencies, the um, noise sensitivity, the couldn't handle baby crying. I couldn't put dishes away from the dishwasher without his nerves jumping. Um, there were just so many things that were, and it was so the opposite of his personality. Um, he had digestive issues, he had debilitating headaches, he had chronic fatigue by day and insomnia by night, and he would roll over in the bed, and, or if I rolled over in the bed, he would be like staring at me, saying, I'm not sleeping, you know, like so, needless to say, neither was I. <laughs> um, so it was, it was just all of that, you know, was, was that, and then when he, again, just 
his relentless pursuit, that's truly where he became educated, was in his sickness. Um, and, and again, the philosophy kept us completely congruent. I mean, I gave birth at home to all of my babies. I didn't vaccinate. I, you know, had a midwife and all of that. And so um, when Danny just pursued, you know, what can be wrong? And, and I mean, believe me, there were times he even, he came to me and said, you know, maybe this is when people take psychotropic drugs. Like he was losing it. I mean, he was definitely, there were times when he was losing it. And I, and I would say, no, no, <laughs> there's a physiological explanation. So I, you know, he will say, I reminded him of his philosophy that he had, that was so, so much a part of him. I mean, that's why when I met him, I never took another antibiotic. I never took another Motrin. I never took another, you know, Alka-Seltzer or hay fever medication, nothing. I mean, I, I, I did, I bought into it completely, lived by it a hundred percent and and obviously we still do um and i'm so grateful for our philosophy it is the chiropractic lifestyle that we live that I, I i always say i think being a professional golfer would be an awesome profession i just think they have a cool life minus obviously the toxins on the golf course um but truly i think chiropractic is absolutely a gift to be given and shared and we are privileged to know what we know because it enables us to stand firm in our convictions and share those convictions with the world around us. And, and we see what a difference it is compared to how we all live. But when um, I got, so he, you know, through that search of trying to figure out what was wrong and he met up with a, you know, just this very, the story, because most people know my husband's story, but um, we ended up, my cousin was murdered. Uh, the day after Christmas, and I had just had my third baby, and Danny was now on his path to healing. And I, it, I mean, Lisa was my very best friend. She was my first cousin, but she was my very best friend. And my, she, my cousin had asked me about a year before if anything ever happens, will you take the kids? My husband was on one phone that you know spiraled and attached to the wall, and I was on the other. And her husband, and they lived in Florida. And, you know, of course, without thinking, absolutely. So when the unthinkable happened, which was so, I mean, they were good people, like amazing people. So this was just so, it just, it just made no sense. It, there was, you know, there was, there was just no sense to be made of something like that. But anyway, um, you know, of course we'll take the, you know, of course that was just, we kicked into survival mode and, um, Dylan was on the autism spectrum with sensory integration. He was vaccine damage at the age of four with the MMR shot. Um, his twin sister was, you know, fine, but they were all, we were all traumatized. Different, different traumas, obviously, for all of us. All, all well, except Isaac and Simon, <laughs> they were fine. But Daniel, our firstborn, is 18 months younger than Dylan and Olivia. So yeah, it's, it's been a very interesting journey, but um, it's been truly the, I, from pain to purpose. I mean, there's, that didn't even show up until, into, you know, God didn't plant that even in my heart until later when we started going through some really hard things. My aunt, my, my mother's oldest brother's ex-wife is the twin's grandmother. Um, she promised to ruin us if we took the kids. And I, and my aunt is, unfortunately, she has had a very unhappy life and she's, you know, made her choices and the direction for her life. And it is not how I 
will ever do life. And so I'm not a victim and I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not one to ever, I don't like self-pity and I'm not looking to take anybody down with me. I want to build people up. That's just who I am and how I'm wired. So I'm thankful for that, but that doesn't mean we don't have to experience other people's stuff, you know, and I, I love the, I always love the, um, the things that come through on Facebook or Instagram about toxic people and how we need to avoid them. And I always think to myself, gosh, like, you know, there's just times that you can't, you know, and so anyway, but those times that you can't, I have grown to learn um, in retrospect that those are the people that God allows to help shape you and the circumstances with which we can be shaped by for greater purpose and even our own healing. And what I've, what has come through in my life is that there were, you know, wounds of insecurity or not feeling worthy or good enough to, to be something more than what is obvious in terms of how we perceive ourselves. And so when really hard things happen, you start asking yourself like, well, why did God make me this way? Or what is it about my personality that is benefiting me in this really hard situation? And, you know, and, or, you know, because certain t certainly there's times in life when you just need a fortitude to stand strong. And, and, and of course, for me, that's my faith. Um, but in using, asserting that faith and living from that perspective, it has really caused me to be relentless in my determination to experience all that God had for me in the adversity. So I'm, I'm not Mary Poppins, you know, I'm not, I'm just not, I was raised by a mom that did the best she could with what she had. She wasn't around a whole lot. Um, but I mean, she was around it, you know, on the weekends and she would take me shopping or things like that. But we just, I came from very little and, um, I always believe that you become who you hang around, you know, that was kind of planted in me. And then when she remarried, when I never knew my real dad, she divorced when I was about a year and a half old. So when I was about 12, almost 13 and she remarried, my whole life changed. And um, my dad, you know, was, he was a successful businessman and actually a funeral director, ironically enough. And so that man has adopted me immediately brought me into the fold of his heart and that was a that was a really powerful experience for me too because when I brought Dylan Olivia into my home I realized it has nothing to do with who your blood is you know because as you see I mean not that my aunt's my blood but still she is someone that was my she was my aunt I mean and for her to try to find the worst in me or or create you know, drama from things that, I mean, it was very hard. It, it was very hard because I'm just not that type of person. I look for the good in people. And, and if someone, ha I'll never, I'll never judge another person's battle because we can't possibly know what is going on in someone's life unless we walk in their shoes. There's just so many nuances to situations that you could never define or defend. You know, it's just, it's not, it, it's, it's irrelevant. But what you have to walk away from in those challenges is just remembering God has purpose in allowing them, first of all, especially when we belong to him, everything that we go through is sifted through his hand. So whether it's just, unjust, right, wrong, or indifferent, it 
serve a purpose that is beyond what we can possibly connect with. And, and, it's, and so I think I kind of went down that rabbit trail just to say that my determination in the journey was just to make sure I emerged better and not bitter. And, that, and that's all I knew. Like, I didn't know anything else except I'm going to become better. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I'm going to trust God to bring that um, to fruition and, and be humbled, obviously, obviously within it. That's, that's a big thing for me, becoming better and not better. And I encourage other people to anchor to that as well in their, in their adversity. I think it shows with everything that you and Danny have been through that you have grown tremendously. And the number of lives that you save every single day all over the world right now is pretty incredible. And the people that you're able to reach out to and heal from your own pain and also your belief in God and being a Christian and having that as like your, your cornerstone to hold on to when you've gone through your trial. Um, yeah, we are, just, we are just vehicles of hope, honestly. I mean, I do take that seriously. I always say we don't heal anything. We just unleash the power that's within our bodies to do that by removing the interference, obviously, right? Right. As chiropractors. chiropractors. But in today's world filled with toxins and all the things we're exposed to, it's, you know, it's not just the physical subluxation. Now it's, it's also the chemical and it's huge. I mean, there is an epidemic upon us and it is frightening. And of course, as I've also learned, you know, cause I've been dealing, as you know, with the chemical and I've been rooted in the physical subluxation removal, but through in the past six years, since we've moved to park city, I've really been invested in the emotional subluxation because you know your body doesn't know the difference of stress stress is no different and it's, it still has its implications so my, my whole thing is oh no you know i've got i'm digging deep i am i, I am willing to do whatever it takes not just the best version of myself but the best help that i can possibly express as well for myself for the benefit of the world that i'm called to whatever i'm called to do within it and when you say the best health, can you share with our audience just daily how you live your life when it comes to your health and certain maybe daily routines that may not be what the world is doing today, but how you live your life with your family? Yeah, for sure. Well, I, um, I, I'm a big proponent of intermittent fasting, as you may know. Um, I've been doing that probably for five or six years. I remember the first time that Danny said, we're going to not eat breakfast anymore. I was like, what? You know, like, like, cause I'm a, I'm a, I'm a total, I, I mean, my life is about food, you know, like, and, and as you see, I mean, I'm going from one thing about food to another, but anyway, I just said to my husband yesterday, I said, you know what I love about like eating just, you know, within this short time frame is I, I get so much more done and I can focus in such a fun way about when we're going to eat, where we're going to eat, who we're going to eat with. Like, it's just, it's a blast. You know, I, I, so anyway, there's, I, but I never thought I would ever say that, but yes, I've been intermittent fasting for probably five or six years. And, um, and then when he started, you know, obviously the diet variation concept came into his research 
and we started mixing it up. I, the first thing that we were doing was getting into ketosis. And of course, you know, women have the complication of hormones in a different way than what men do. Unless, of course, your man is neurotoxic like mine was, then I, I try not to let him get away with that too much because he, he had his own hormonal imbalances, trust me. Um, but uh, so now we, you know, so I, the ketosis thing, I, I practice, but um, mostly my, my most basic form of like what I do day to day is I don't eat, I haven't eaten yet today. It's three mountain time. 3.30. I, I probably won't eat Ashley today until dinner. I'm probably, this was probably going to be one of my dinner to dinner things and not, it doesn't even happen on purpose. It just happens because I'm busy. Um, but I normally eat usually around this time and then I'll eat again, maybe around seven, eight, and then I'm done. So I try to eat within that four to five hour window in most cases and a couple days a week, sometimes two days, sometimes three days, I will just do dinner to dinner. And, and so that's, that's mostly what I do. And I, you know, and interestingly enough by this, no, by the way, this is a couple years of this particular part of it, um, where I've been doing the, um, went from ketosis and then into just the diet variation. So, you know, I'm, I'm basically eating a cellular healing diet. I sometimes I will eat grain. Some days I don't typically it's whole grain. If I'm at an Italian restaurant or somewhere like that, or something special is happening. I am so not, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know, people want to know like all these details and, and I don't, I don't even know like grams of carbs or proteins or fats. I all I, I just, I'm just not that way. You know, I don't even get on a scale very often. Um, I, I know I've gained 10 pounds of muscle Yay. from fasting. You know, my clothes still fit the same, but I've lost body fat and I've gained muscle. And what I know has happened is it's happened because of the principles that I've been practicing and then beginning the, you know, um, doing the fasting. And then after the, after the fasting within like 30 days is when I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm holy crap. Like where'd those shoulders come from? You know? So it, that kind of just happened. I didn't know it was going to happen. And then it happened again, my second fast. And so anyway, that, so I'm, I'm just not legalistic. I'm not regimented. The only thing I'm regimented about is the application of what I do, but I don't get, I don't get caught up in, you know, bondage with any of it. So Anyway, that's, I, I don't know if that even answers your question, but I'm... Yes, it totally does. And if you were, do you have, have a morning routine when you get up? Do you go for a bike? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I sit on my couch. I make, I make, I drink my ASEA. I always, well, not always. I, you know, like everything, right? It's good to not do the same supplements all the time. Your body gets used to it. One of the things I love, though, I use ASEA a lot. And um, so... I'll take it for a couple of months, but I'll drink my glass of Asiya. I'll grind my coffee beans. I make coffee, heavy cream, stevia. I make it in a French press. I go to the couch. My husband and I sit there. He sits in his chair. We sit there with our animals and our Bible and our streams in the desert um, devotion. And that's riddled with things that Danny has, he can barely see the words anymore because there's been so many things in all of our years of challenge that God 
um, just really emphasized. And now we kind of go back through it in retrospect and see what God has done. And so that's part of our Bible reading time. And to me, believe it or not, the dyslexic reads to me. And, and he, it's so funny because he, that's like something he, you know, I'm dyslexic and, and yet I love that he reads to me. I love that that thing together every day. And then we pray. We pray for our day. We put the full armor of God on every day. That was something that came out of God literally waking me up one night um, and telling I was going through some stuff with my son and God said, fast. And that was when the first fast happened. That's how the fasting came to be um, as part of its spiritual discipline. And obviously having its health benefits as well. But really for me, why I began that was it was really knowing that God needed to move. And so um, we did that. We do that together every morning and we pray for our clients and, you know, the people in our life that we love that are suffering or that just ask for prayer. I mean, that's, so that's just, that's how our day begins. And then he goes off and goes into his office and he starts his day and I schedule him. So, you know, he's working I think, until about six today. And then we have um, Warren and Rebecca coming over before dinner at 630. So he has a full day. And I am fortunate enough that, you know, at that point, like he might go to the gym, like right after our prayer time. Um, and then I do whatever I need to do here to get the house back together and organize and laundry started. And um, then I get shower. And then I usually go to the gym around 11. That's kind of my, a time that works for me. Um, and then in the meantime, everything I do, I'm on my email. I mean, no matter where I am, I can be in Whole Foods and on my email and responding to our clients because because of our, the way our coaching works, um, you know, I have to make sure that we have that flow. All everything, all of his emails go through me. So I just have to be on top of that. And I am. And so, but I'm, like I said, it's, an, it's nice to do that wherever I go and whatever I do. Sometimes I'm on a mission to the gym. <laughs> so, anyway, and then, um, you know, that's kind of my morning routine and starts my day. And yeah, so, and we try to grab time when we can to get out on our bikes too, because we love that, you know, and I'm, I'm supposed to carve out more time in his schedule. But, you know, I, how would you say that you've included your lifestyle um, with your children? How have you taught your children to live a healthy lifestyle and to include God in their life? Well, um, you know, I, I would say by example, mostly, you know, I mean, there obviously there were, you know, a, more than a few years of time with a lot of challenge that we pulled our kids in every day to pray with them. Um, we, we, we didn't, it's, it was depending on where we were living would determine like how easily we could get to church and, and, and the kind of community that we could function in for that purpose. But we've always um, made our home. And, and, you know, talk to the kids about that. They, they grew up in Christian schools. My kids, and, they, and then when we moved, um, we actually ended up leaving our home in the suburbs and moving to the mountain um, 
where we had a condo and we lived there for almost three years before we moved here. So we were, it was a little more isolated. So Whole Foods was an hour and 15 minutes away and my, and all of that. That's when my husband ended up going virtual through, well, but anyway, that put us there. Um, and so we, you know, the kids have just always been part we were on the ski and obviously we're on a mountain, you're skiing. So my kids grew up learning to ski between my husband's legs. I, I joke because I too learned to ski between my husband's legs. I was just about one. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, he taught us all. And then when Dylan Lydia came, he, they had skied a few times, but they lived in Florida and would ski, you know, out west like once a year. So they, were, they did not really know well how to ski. So Danny taught them too. So all of us have, that, that was just always that thing that we did together. Um, and then my husband was just, you know, just all about family. He's all about, he's from an Italian family. So they're all about family. I'm an only child until I was 13. So I'm not, I am definitely not, I'm an, I'm a total only child. And, you know, my way or no way. So when, when Simon was just six weeks old and we, and Dylan Olivia came to live with us and obviously we adopted them. Um, from that point, he would take the kids to the and I would actually be happy to have a day at home of quiet with just the baby. And so after, you know, probably a year or two of that, and then us ending up in the mountains all the time, the kids just gravitated. So, you know, our kids are very much, um, and of course, it's so funny too, because my youngest, my kids all say, do you remember, you know what you let Simon get away with? You let us get away with anything. We were afraid to put a piece of gum in our mouth. And, and it's so true. And it's, I, I, part of me feels bad. The other part of me laughs about it. But I, I remind them, I'm like, you guys, like I, you know, as I was all in, I was determined, but over time you, you all trashed me. You know? So I kind of let Simon go. Um, but, you know, we are blessed. Every one of our kids has absolutely, they've gone out, they've tasted things as they've gotten older and out of our home. You know, of course they did. But I wish they hadn't. But we always, why always talk to them about ingredients so, you know if you can read if you don't know the word stay away from it you know if man touched it avoid it you know if god made it it's good for you you know that was just a basic rule of thumb that we followed and every one of our kids is on the path of um now as they're older, I mean, our youngest just turned 15 and Dylan and Livia are now 22. And in fact, Olivia is um, going to life in January. Yeah. 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 So yeah, she's, um, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's, it's so amazing because I can honestly say to you that God has been so good. You know, it wasn't easy. It was a difficult decade without question. Um, but we have all emerged better for it and on purpose from it. And, you know, every one of those kids, and again, not by any means are they perfect within it, but I see the shape their lives are taking. And 
right for me. It's not ever about being perfect. It's not about being, it's about, you know, exposing your flaws, understanding your strengths, being aware of your weaknesses, and, and just tapping into your purpose. That's always our thing. It's like finding purpose that God has created for you because he has created every one of us with a special purpose. And I think the tragedy in life in general is looking for that they're not seeking it they're not asking those questions they're not you know it's like if you have a natural bent towards something then you well be certain that what you're called to do on this planet is connected to that it's not supposed to be drudgery you know i don't ever feel like danny i don't feel like we work i mean we put in i bet you just if with what we're called to do in our profession 80 hours a week at least and never ever ever do you know i lay my head down at night and i might still be answering an email i should probably carve out some better boundaries for those things but i can honestly say i don't ever feel like i'm it's not a burden to me you know it's and not at all so i think that's what we've emulated for our kids and they see how hard we work. I mean, obviously, my husband gets more credit there than I do. Of course he does. Because that's just teenagers for you. You know, mom, mom's, mom's here, mom's there. Yeah, mom's everywhere, but mom's getting it done. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and with that said, what would you say um, if there were three things that you could tell uh, women, and whether they're entrepreneurs or whether they're the CEO of their family, much like you, a lot of times women will come to me, especially younger women today, I will say, um, and they have a challenge because they're having trouble being the CEO of helping their husband, helping the business, making sure the children, when, I mean, looking at your life and your beautiful children and your family and your kids are going to, on to college and, and Olivia is going to chiropractic school and you guys have experienced a lot of challenges. Um, what would be three things that you could say to a woman who's just like you trying to support her husband and her family, but yes, also get what she needs? Well, I can tell you that it's very important to make time for yourself. You know, I, I definitely feel that whatever it is, whatever that is to someone, you know, if that's, if that's a hike, if it's a walk with a dog, if it's going to the gym or, you know, just going for coffee with a friend or going for coffee alone, just getting out of the house or tea or anything, you know, I, I think it's very important to have the ability to even, even just to sit in a, in their closet, right? Just to, just time alone um, to regroup. You know, I think it's helpful for women to maybe make, you know, I know for me, because I have a lot of things to do, if, if there's too, and I can keep track of a lot, but I know that if I make a list and I, I kind of, ha then obviously automatically that kind of takes priority as to what absolutely needs done. And so I think that's really important is to know what you want to accomplish for yourself because if you if you take the time to do certain things for you, you will find that you will be a better version of yourself for everyone else that you're called to um, support above in your life. You know, and I think a lot of women. I think this is a whole other conversation, perhaps. But I think a lot of women are getting so 
brainwashed by this feminism thing. Amen. You know, that they're missing out on the fact that we are not to be a man. We are, God made us differently. And, yeah. So, and, 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 I, and maybe that's why I, as I was telling you earlier, maybe that's why I feel so much more comfortable beside my husband or even just a few steps, you know, right here, because I, where I'm created to be. And if you're following someone who's lead value, then it's just a beautiful compliment and it, and it satisfies me. So I think that's something too that women should really try to consider more is you know, make time for your husband. Make time for your husband and he's happy with you. And children, it doesn't really matter what chaos and noise goes on back here because that's still going to happen. You're not, you know, little kids, babies, toddlers, teenagers, it doesn't matter, you know, for goodness sakes, when you have grandchildren, right? It doesn't matter. You, you still need to be able to show up and feel comfortable and content with what you're doing with your own life. And, and I always say, if, if Danny and I are good, my kids are good. And we, we, we thank God almost every day for the challenges we've gone through and the fact better in our marriage from them. Because, it, I mean, most people that have seen firsthand what we've been through can't believe we're together. I mean, they don't know how we didn't break. And, and honestly, it's, it's our faith. I, we always knew. I mean, commitment is a choice. It is a choice that you make. And you either... You either know that in every situation that you're going through or or you don't and and but you have to choose you have to choose it and so we've chosen that and that has governed our life and i always and our uh, our wedding program was a quarter of three strands cannot be broken and i feel like put that out there you know in our subconscious and we God has been so faithful. So between those two things and obviously just relentless determination of reminding God that I trust him for my, our future, our purpose, my kids, you know, especially as they become teenagers and have their own, you know, frontal lobe malfunctions, you know, until they're 25, you know, so, like, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of faith that goes into everything that, that as you see, I can't talk about anything uh, in my life without anchoring back to what's in my, what's in my all that I know and believe and value. <laughs> Save that for another day. <laughs> well, and as we finish up, tell us about even, I mean, the business that I you know you and Danny run. Um, just give us, like, tell us about it, but also where we can find more information on it, how they can get in touch with you. Um, because it's super powerful. And even your fasting group, that you have over 15,000 people in your private Facebook page in less than a year. Um, that's incredible, the attraction and the number of people you are helping. Yeah, that's great. I, I love that page. That, again, that, you know, it, 
It's amazing. I never, ever, ever, we didn't plan it. It was Danny just said to me one day, Hey, like we're going to fast in January, you know, I'll do some videos and throw them up and we'll just take, we'll just bring them into our kitchen and show them what we're doing. And every day we'll talk and offer some inspiration and encouragement. I'll tell them what's going on in their bodies. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Okay. I'm like, I said, we should create a fasting page, put it on Facebook. Huh, okay. You know, so I did that and of course everything about my life, right? From pain to purpose. And I was like, oh call we'll call it how do we call it fasting for a purpose, you know? And and so literally, you know, by the time the fast started three days later, um, I think we had oh, I don't know, like maybe there were like 700 people and then by the time the fast ended there were like 2,000 and every day people just come in. I'm I'm not even I'm only really on it um regularly when we're fasting is you know when I get I'm there but um my people find my husband through YouTube and his work you know just he has a lot of content out there and just sharing and has a, a, a cellular healing TV has great guests that he's interviewed some of the world's experts and some of the most credible and amazing legit things that are going on with research and health. And so he has that. And then drpompa.com, D-R-P-O-M-P-A.com. That's just that accesses everything. That's the hub. But, um, you know, so what we do personally, I mean, he's kind of with the consulting, he's a little more scarcely available. So he can't, he just can't work with everyone. Um, but for those that are really sick and challenged, we also, they come in through our website. I, I'm kind of like the gatekeeper and I let them know how the process works. And then I let them know, obviously, that we also have doctors that are trained in his protocols. So it kind of enables us to have this greater, vast, you know, tentacles out there. So people don't just have to look to him, but they look for people that are trained by him too. So we kind of connect them to that as well. And so what we do though is we're virtual. And so my husband, I always hear him say, you know, you don't need another treatment. You, know, people, you need taught. You need basically, you need to be coached and you need to learn what I teach you because you are going to continue this process for years to come. And, and that therein lies its value. So the people that work with him are essentially like, they're going to school. I mean, they show up in their, you know, at their appointment in, you know, virtually um, with their notebooks and they learn. I mean, and, and unlike, there's a lot of people in functional medicine that are, are treating symptoms and they're not causing other problems, but they're not going to have the, the looking for long-term if you don't truly identify the furthest upstream cause. And that's where my husband has such amazing value is like a Sherlock Holmes. I mean, he is digging and digging and digging and, and just relentless. And, and honestly, I also attribute a level of impact all of the amazing things that have shown up that have been applied to his work have come I mean, there have been things that God's, God's given more than a few things on airplanes. Um, and those are stories that are out there too. But it's just, you know, and, and that's why it's of such value. Is because that's, you don't fix the cell, you're not going to get well. But 
you're not going to get well and also unless you have determined what is the trigger that's that's how they find us and that's really essentially what we're doing and and you know removing toxins and interference that take years it's not you know it's not just like people will say oh i did a brain phase or i did this or i you know i took this it no you know it is a full-on but the results and are you know the results of what comes from that hard work and that diligent it's the same as what i've been talking about this whole time it's so worth it I love that. And I love you. Thank you very much for spending so time, especially on your birthday today at such short notice. You are so welcome. It was my pleasure. Thank Thanks, you. Jen.